Can you recall what you were doing in 1991? I'd have to take a moment to think about it and then be able to come up with many things. Why are you asking about 1991, Jen? Well, it's because the excerpt I'm about to read to you comes from a book published in 1991 by Max Lucado. It is called In the Eye of the Storm, A Day in the Life of Jesus. Now, you may not know Max Lucado for writing to stepfamilies. Indeed, Max is not known for that. He is known for writing to Christians and encouraging them and helping them see Jesus as a real Savior in the everyday of everything that we do. Here at Step Family Mission Possible, we believe that you can begin to live your legacy right now. It takes one decision to invest in your relationship and grow your stepfamily. Listen in to a short excerpt of the story, and then we'll get started with today's episode. Max, thank you so much. I absolutely treasure your writings. Chippy the parakeet never saw it coming. One second, he was peacefully perched in his cage. The next, he was sucked in, washed up, and blown over. The problems began when Chippy's owner decided to clean Chippy's cage with a vacuum cleaner. She removed the attachment from the end of the hose and stuck it in the cage. The phone rang, and she turned to pick it up. She'd barely said, hello, when Chippy got sucked in. The bird owner gasped, put down the phone, turned off the vacuum, and opened the bag. There was Chippy, still alive, but stunned. Since the bird was covered with dust and soot, she grabbed him and raced to the bathroom, turned on the faucet, and held Chippy under the running water. Then, realizing that Chippy was soaked and shivering, she did what any compassionate bird owner would do. She reached for the hairdryer and blasted the pet with hot air. Poor Chippy never knew what hit him. A few days after the trauma, the reporter who'd initially written about the event contacted Chippy's owner to see how the bird was recovering. Well, she replied, Chippy doesn't sing much anymore. He just sits and stares. It's not hard to see why. Sucked in, washed up, and blown over. That's enough to steal the song from the stoutest heart. Can you relate to Chippy? Most of us can. One minute you're seated in familiar territory with a song on your lips, then, dun dun dun, you create a step family. This is Jen Rogers, Step Family Mission Possible. Welcome, everybody. You are family here. We're so excited to put out another episode for Step Family Mission Possible. Our goal is to help you enjoy your stepfamily life, where you actually begin to live out your legacy right now in this very moment. So if you feel sucked in, washed up, or blown over, we want you to know you're not alone. There is a way to recover from those feelings of overwhelm, isolation, disappointment, or confusion that you may experience in your stepfamily. Listen, it's so normal that you have new things to deal with that you've never experienced before. Our mission here 
is to encourage, support, and collaborate with you so you and your family can blend beautifully together. Welcome to today's program. P.S. If you're wondering how it is that you can blend beautifully together, or if perhaps you're somewhat skeptical if it's even possible to get through all of the challenges that you're facing in your family, we want to encourage you via a free 30-minute phone consult. Just go to stepfamilymissionpossible.com and click on the link. We can't wait to meet you. Where does one start to build a legacy? Right where you are, my friend. Right where you are. Are you ready? Let's go together. In previous episodes, Bill and I shared an overview of what we call our success path in our Step Family Mission Possible membership program for Step Family Couples. Today's episode identifies the framework for those five stages of our membership, outlining key strategies for how you can begin building your family legacy. Before I dive in, I want to speak to the irony of today's podcast title, Sucked In, Washed Up, and Blown Over. That's what Chippy experienced. While we don't necessarily experience all three things every single day in our families, we do experience them from time to time. Sometimes we experience them for times and half a time. In our household this week, we've been feeling a little washed up and blown over. Bill's not been feeling the greatest, and the last few days, he's spent more time in bed than out of bed. As for me, I'm getting in lots of extra steps. That explains why I'm recording this episode without him. It hasn't been that many episodes that we've recorded together, yet it feels a bit strange to be going solo again. This is not dissimilar to how we experience change in our stepfamilies when we come together. Lots of changes. New awareness. Questions uncertainties, navigating all things new, a questioning of the new way of doing life together. When we align these transitions with longer-term desired outcomes, our perspective and actions will shift into more of a legacy mindset. What is your legacy mindset? How often have you and your spouse shared your legacy mindset with one another, with your kids? Bio and step. We often think of legacy taking the form of a last will and testament. Perhaps we should back up the bus just a bit and define the term legacy. Merriam-Webster has several definitions. Let's focus on this one. A gift by will, especially of money or other personal property. A bequest. You know, if your great aunt were to leave you a gazillion trillion dollars or something like that. I find the words legacy, will, and inheritance to be commingled terms. Webster's definition leans towards the inheritance aspect of getting a monetary or tangible something, like a piece of property, from someone. I believe scripture has a much stronger definition of legacy, so let's look at a few of them. One of my favorite is in Proverbs 3. Actually, I've got a couple of them pulling from chapter 3 of Proverbs. The first one is 3, 13, and 14. Blessed are those who find wisdom those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. And in Proverbs 3.35, we have the wise will inherit honor, but fools display dishonor. In one more example from the New Testament, 
First Peter 4 verse 10 says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Back to the question at hand. What is your legacy mindset? Here's where I'm going to encourage you to take out a piece of paper and pencil and write down things that come to mind as I give an overview of the acronym that we use to talk about how we can move from where we are to where we want to be in our step family so we can indeed blend beautifully together. So go ahead, grab that piece of paper and pencil, hit the pause button. I'll be right here as soon as you hit play. So what is your legacy mindset? Here at Step Family Mission Possible, we define legacy this way. L. Learn to love what your partner brings to the table. E. Explore your stories, love languages, values, and beliefs. G. Gain a new perspective. A. Advocate for your family. C. Challenge the status quo. And why? Yield to God's best for your step family. How can these concepts help you define your legacy mindset? Well, when you join our membership program, we focus on 90 day rocks. And how we get those 90 day rocks is we actually start with a dream your pie in the sky 10 years from now. What do you want your life to look like? What is it that you are most excited about? What can't you wait for? Where do you want to go with your partner? What do you want your life to be like? Now we get inundated with all kinds of information day in and day out. So taking the time to grab this sheet of paper and a pencil and write things down about what's important to us takes discipline. And also accountability in a community where you are supported in pursuing your dreams. So again, I'm going to encourage you to write some things down on this piece of paper, avoiding the constraints that we commonly embrace when we think about the future, because we think about what we don't have instead of what we do have. So let's focus on the beginning of legacy. Write down the letter L on your sheet of paper. If you were to learn to love what your partner brings to the table, what gifts does your partner have? Again, throughout this conversation, I'm going to encourage you to press the pause button and take a few moments, take as long as you need to respond to this question. Learn to love what your partner brings to the table. What things do you love about your partner? What gifts do they have? that they can use to help your family blend beautifully together. Okay, next up is E. So you know the drill. Push the pause button after I give a brief introduction of E and write down your thoughts. Again, let's forget about any limiting beliefs that we may have and let's focus on what could be. Let's focus on what could be possible if we allowed ourselves to dream big, to use whatever gifts we have received to serve the members in our family as faithful stewards of God's grace. E. Explore your stories, love languages, values, and beliefs. 
Now, if I were listening to this, this would take me a long pause. So I'm going to break it down for you. As far as your love languages, are you familiar with your partner's love languages? There are five of them, and we go into those in more detail as we work through developing our stepfamily legacy roadmap. Identify your partner's love language. I'm curious, do you know your love language? And how do the two of you share your love together where you respond to the needs of the other person? So real quick, write down what your love languages are. And if you don't know anything about love languages, look, that's cool. That's all right. We all start at different places. So just write down something that you think is a way that your partner likes to be loved. For example, words of affirmation is one of the love languages. Does your partner appreciate when you say something nice to them, when you acknowledge the work that they do? Or does your partner appreciate physical touch? Those are a couple of examples. There's no wrong answer here. There are lots of frameworks out there for us to draw from. So we use the tools that work best for us and we kick out the rest because we don't need to spend time on things that don't work well for us. So whatever you think the love language is, go ahead and write it down. Now, the next part of this is values and beliefs. This is gonna take some time. And this is where we do explore our origin story. We talk about our love story. We share what it was that brought us together because that's really our foundational piece so that we can begin to build and live our legacy right now. All right, the next letter, G, gain a new perspective. There's so much power in a pause. When we pause, we lean in to what we're focusing on. Today's episode is all about the pause, encouraging you to lean in to what you really want for your step family. What do you really want? As you gain this new perspective in giving yourself permission to explore different things, it can also bring hope and excitement and inspiration that you actually can achieve those things that are important to you. So what do I say what it's really more appropriate to say, who do you want your family to become? For example, do you have a family motto? Does everyone in your family have a desired goal where you're all working together to get to that point? And if you're not, it's okay. It's Again, identifying this is what we have, this is something that is important to us, and this is the direction that we would like to go. That really leads into A, in advocating for your family. You evaluate and have an appreciation for the gifts that everyone brings to the table. You advocate for the success of your family. You are for them. When you're dealing with rejection and disappointment or animosity or parental alienation, this is particularly challenging. And this is where you will hear many Christians talk about carrying their cross in the form of dealing with the challenges in blending a family together. That may be true. This may be a cross for you. I do know that Jesus is enough for whatever it is that you are facing. Ultimately, God will respond to your prayers, to your obedience. He will hear the desires of your heart 
aligned with his will and take you along this journey. He wants you to experience excitement and joy as you advocate for your family. He wants you to appreciate what everyone brings to the table. He wants you to be secure in your foundation, to be wise and to give that wisdom to your blended family members so they will inherit honor. Gaining this new perspective takes time and it also takes a willingness to think outside the box, if you will. Okay, so we've gotten L, E, G, and A. The next one is C, challenging the status quo. Really another way to talk about this would be to eradicate limiting beliefs. Now, my husband and I, we've been married for over seven years now. And I have to tell you that we had a lot of limiting beliefs. And what we're learning as we uncover them is that we discover more of them. It's so easy to get stuck in that groove of the way that you've been doing life. You don't even realize that you're not challenging the status quo. One of the big things that comes to mind with the status quo is this, that while we hear ad nauseum, blending takes a really long time, what if we challenged that status quo and acknowledged that while blending can take some time, instead of focusing on the time that it takes, we're going to focus on the here and now and what we can do right now to get towards the future that we have crafted for ourselves in our Step Family Mission Possible roadmap. It's so important to take the time to write these things down and to plan for the future so that we can stay focused in those moments where we experience the most difficulty. Challenge the status quo. Let's do things differently. Let's shake some things up. And the way that we do that, the way that we move towards our desired outcomes is to yield to God's best for our family. I can't think of a better way to describe the ending point of our Step Family Mission Possible Legacy. If you'd like support in developing your legacy, in living your best life right now, in gaining accountability in a community of like-minded, God-believing Step Family couples we invite you to come to our website and check out the offerings that we have. Our Values Workshop is an ongoing workshop that we are so excited to share with you. We hope you'll join us.